Hi, my name is Sean Taylor. Hi, my name is Sean Taylor. <laughs> Grow up, Chris. <laughs> That's Chris Ford, aka the objective geek of YouTube and and amateur behavior fame. And below us, back for the second yeah, amateur week. behavior fame. <laughs> so childish. Get out of here. I think I can mute you. Let me find out how. And below us, uh, back for a second week is Theo. Theo said he's in it for the long haul, and we're pulling like an all-nighter, at least as far as us old people are concerned, doing this Team Avatar fighting tournament. Theo, thanks for coming back. We really appreciate it. And uh, I, I don't know if we got a whole lot to introduce. Any any news in the past five seconds? Otherwise, let's jump into round two. Well, I will say that intro was kind of like when you're in high school and you have like a group project and you're working on it really long, and then everybody starts to like get the giggles and freak out and like they're just I don't know what to do. They start being immature and just Chris, like Chris trying to stir like, up crap is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, Imagine. I'm a control freak. Everybody wanted to be on my project because they knew I'd do it. <laughs> that guy. But uh, well, yeah, today we have round two, the other half of the bread. Listen, I made it. It's very official. Uh, you can't see it because of the lighting. There we go. Very official bracket. And we're on match number two, which even if you can read my horrible handwriting, says Team Aang versus Team Korra. And then next week we'll do the consolation prize, 3-4 matchup, and then championship after that. Chris? What I like about this is our how like low-tech we are with this demonstration. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Even these headphones, And then you show up the, the whiteboard. I think these headphones came from Dollar General, to emphasize your point. I think that's where they're from. So it's very low-tech here. Chris? A lot of Chris's toys behind him, they don't even have batteries, man. Just good old-fashioned regular toys. Chris, take us through this. Uh, okay, <laughs> so this is the second fight of Team Avatars, the new school or the modern age or the post-Roku being an idiot allowing genocide to happen on his watch age. Uh, that is how they measure time. Uh, B, wait, is it? It's, is it's, it's, uh, it's after AG. it's eight. And BG before genocide and after genocide. That's how they measure times. Last week was Magic versus Bird. This week is Steph versus LeBron. We skipped right over MJ, who in this analogy is Roku, which isn't a great analogy, but it's not a great analogy. It's not a great no, analogy. Not a good analogy. Listen, I just came up with it on the spot, okay? <laughs> okay. Uh, before another tangent. Uh, <laughs> so we have Team Korra versus Team Aang. And like I said before, in the last episode, we're going to have each member of the element, of each separate element, fighting each other. So we're going to have Toph versus Bolin, Korra versus Katara, Aang versus Tenzin, and Mako versus Zuko. And if we need a tiebreaker, then we'll go to the non-benders. Um, and and this, it's kind of hard to choose a team after for Korra because, like, our team avatar is a little looser, but we know that like those three are like her main three. Like, sure, if I wanted to, I could add in Lin Beifong or Suyin, but Bolin is like he says, Team Avatar, let's go. He's on Team Avatar. The other mm-hmm. ones who are close to Korra aren't like Team Avatar official, official. Anyway, I think uh, I mean, for first, what it's worth, I think you made the very like clearly right choices. Like, I understand the options yeah. that you had there, but you. I think hands down, these are the right choices. Uh, first, ooh, first fight. This one thing, this mat, this 
this is gonna be a really interesting fight because I'm sure so many people have so many opinions about these all these characters and who would win and all these fights. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's start off probably in the lightest. Uh, no, I want to save Avatar is a little bit too light. <clears throat> okay, we'll we'll start off with Zuko versus Mako. Oh, I already know the answer to this one. Mm, go. Okay, so let's look at Mako real quick. Mako's cool. Mako is kind of like like he just. He has the ability to to shoot lightning, right? I feel um, a big butt coming. And Mako is pretty talented. You, you know, said big he's... butt. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Um. So immature, immature humor. Set aside real quick. Sorry, Metzalot's gonna like <laughs> break through the wind, the wall like Kool Aid Man. <laughs> Did somebody say big butts? <laughs> say big butt. <laughs> I'd watch uh, that commercial. So, right, so Mako, Mako, just he reminds me of Aladdin, right? He's he's just a street rat. He doesn't really have any real skill, and then he becomes a police officer at some point, and. No, he's he, he he. The only thing he has is that he can shoot lightning, and that's about it. But Zuko is a trained prince. He is trained from essentially the greatest firebender of all time. Now, mind you, he's like not on that level comparatively. But he had he literally lived with Ozai and Azula, who are frankly the pretty much the greatest firebenders of their generation. He by osmosis is going to be super good. Plus he was plus he battled and trained with other soldiers as we saw in like the first season and he did that pretty much his whole life. Like he's a trained fighter. Um and he can redirect lightning if even if he can't generate it. So in my opinion, hands down easy Zuko. You didn't even mention Iro. Yeah, like he osmosis sure from from Azula and Oh, that's right. and Ozai and then like he walked around with Iro for ages, yeah. Right. Chris, you got any thoughts? Yeah, so this is a really interesting fight. Uh, when I think about Mako, Mako, Mako's a street fighter. You know what? Zuko grew up pampered. Like, sure, your father burned your face, but whatever. <laughs> Zuko grew up pampered. Mako grew up on the streets. You know how it's sure, different did. growing up on the streets. And you you got no parents, and you growing up on the streets. You got to protect your brother. Go. You you gang affiliated and everything. Mako <laughs> is about that life. Triple triads. Yeah, yeah. He'll lightning bending and everything. Stuff. All that being said, but okay. Um, the thing that's gonna make this match interesting is that you have a firebender who can lightning bend, and Mako might be the best lightning bender we've seen just just for a matter of just like lightning bending becoming a lot more easily uh easily done more easily available he was able to lightning bend with just this much movement being blood bended by a mon at very close contact that's tough that is hard to do mm-hmm. i say that because that reminds me a lot of when there's a uh, passage in, there's a panel in the search where Zula is like in a stray jacket, right? And like mm-hmm. she leaps towards Zuko out. and Tylee, she blocks her. And then Zuko comes close to her 
and she lightly bends at him because she gets her hands loose. Uh, such a freaking great uh, uh, back and forth between them. And she lightly bends him with just like a flick of the wrist. So I'm thinking of how did Suko fight Azula in the search? He was actually able to be on her level at this point. And to me, this is Azula like at her like strongest. Uh, and also, he was, I mean, he was able to beat her because in in the uh, in Sozi's comment, Azula is way more unhinged and a little more off her game. And in the search and the smoke and shadow, she's a little bit more disciplined, but she's still like she's gotten even better at lightning bending. Mm-hmm. She can shoot projectiles and stuff like that. Uh, Bazuko is still better than her, in, at least slightly. So when I think about that matchup and correlating to this matchup, I kind of have to give Zuko the the win here. Uh, it's it's a lot closer than I think uh, he might make it out to be. Because sure, Zuko can redirect lightning, but like how how many of those can you do? <laughs> like and and for him to redirect lightning, he has to be perfect with it. Like he has to flow it through his body in and out. Like when he, because he did it wrong when he did it with Azula. Like he did it barely wrong, because he he was like shook shook afterwards. He did get a lot better with it. Like Azula could do it to him in, in those fights, and he was able to redirect it pretty easily. But in a in a fight that's like there's no running away, can he keep up the redirection of lightning to Bender who can bend with the flick, who can bend lightning with the flick of his wrist? Um, granted, Mako doesn't really show that ability all the time. But he did show it in the moment that it counted the most. Uh, that means that I think Zuko would win. Uh, he's, I think they're fighting hand-to-hand fighting. It's prob- I, I would give Mako the benefit there. Cause I think he has more... He probably has more time fighting without bending than uh, Zuko does. I thought Zuko was really as a blue spirit, although he had dual swords in this fight, dual swords aren't permitted. Uh, I think it's really close, but I'm going with Zuko. I moot point, I'm going with Zuko as well. Uh, all of Theo's points, I mean, he learned, he relearned to firebend alongside the avatar, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody has like as the large breadth of where he's picked up firebending, this and that's from that Zuko does. So, Zuko for me. So. Even to to Chris's point about the like non bending fighting, I would even still pick Zuko because Zuko has the the skill with the the two swords, which also just translates to just general martial arts. I feel like he's a really good martial artist just in general. And even if you're a street fighter, you're not gonna be. I know, man. Mako grew up on the streets, <laughs> orphaned <laughs> on the streets, gang affiliated. See the best of Mako. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like we probably don't know what Mako's best looks like quite yet, but you know, rules of the game. Yeah, he also should have died in season three of Korra, by the way. But yeah, nah, if he was gonna die, season four would be the time to die. When season he did four, season four. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. That's that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. season. I'll four. be cool with that. Although, I mean, they wanted to end it in a happy kind of way. Like, oh, okay, we're all Certain podcasts debated but... whether or not more people needed to die. It's a, yeah. a good episode, in my opinion. I think that's the episode where Chris did his Shannon Sharp impression, too. That was great. That's fantastic. 
Uh, hey, that was, listen, it's it feels bad when we all three vote one way because it makes it feel like it's not close, uh-huh. but that's I, that's not the point. To me, it's really close. Yeah, yeah, that's not the point we're trying to make with the three zero vote. It doesn't have to mean it's not close. All right. Uh, Chris, all right. Next five. Whoo! This is a good one. It's tough versus Bolin. I don't think Ooh. this is a good one, Chris. I just, okay, go, Sean. I, I, I want to hear your. I want to hear your. I don't. Mark uh, Bolin has not given me anything to suggest that he can be peak Toph. I don't. I don't see with all of Toph's sensory abilities, unable to be snuck up on. If if. I don't think that that lava bending, for example, is going to overcome Toph's just wealth of experience and the extra skills she has with seismic sense. I don't see it. I'm going Toph. So that sense, I think, can backfire. Lava is... Toph has a hard time seeing... Well, she did initially have a hard time seeing in sand... And lava should have an even harder time seeing. Um, and, La- and Toph's like, if she had one weakness, it'll be that she sees with her feet. Imagine the floor being hot. Uh, like, fire bending is probably the wor- one of the worst elements for her to fight against. You don't uh, think that she can that she can just essentially un like she might be able to lava bend she can she she can't lava bend? bend right but can she just unlava bend you telling me that she can't just like no. nope this part by my feet mm-hmm. is fine because i bet she there's, can i don't there's nothing telling me that she can lava bend anything Didn't at Chris all tell me one time like, that you could control the temperature of the element so certain so mm-hmm. not every i was saying that not every every element the temperature can be controlled by the bender, by a by a certain bender. So with with water bending, because the element is like the element of change, every bender can pretty much control the temperature of it. Air bending, element of freedom, very easy to control the temperature. Fire bending is just all fire, and some of the temperatures are higher than the others, depending on how great you are. Earth, being the most stubborn of an element, is the hardest one to change, and it takes a really unique set of skills and uh, and and abilities to make Earth the most stubborn element change not only its uh, temperature but its uh, phase or whatever you call the liquid and whatever whatnot. So no, I don't think Toph ever would have the ability to uh, to lava bend. She but metal bending. She gonna metal bend him up before he gets a chance to get close to lava bend. That's a good. That's a good question. Um, and in this fight, I would say you have all the elements readily available. Um, so that's a good question. But like, part of me wants to take Bolin because lava is such a dangerous element, and that she can't like imagine him throwing lava at her. And and also, Bolin's really good at lava. Like he can like. Make like a shuriken and and throw it and stuff. And Toph is not good at projectiles. I think this matchup is way, way closer <laughs> than people would like to give it credit for. Um, Toph has shown that projectiles are somewhat of her weakness. Like Sokka hit her in the head with <laughs> the championship plate. Hilarious. And that she didn't see it coming. Great moment. And so, Great moment. <laughs> yeah. 
I think this fight is so close. I'm not quite ready to call this. I'm interested in what you think, Theo. Um, so I, I wish this was Kuvira versus Toph because, Ooh, to be oh, honest, yeah. to be honest with you, it, I think it would be a little bit more clear cut who would win that. In my opinion, I would take Toph over Kuvira because metal bending Toph is going to win that, right? Mm. But because of the lava thing, like this is this is way harder than it looks. Uh, there's a there's a there's a graphic novel. There's a there's a comic. I cannot remember the name of this this comic, but there's a comic where um, Toph meets another lava bender, and this is when you know this is like during kind of the brainfish torturing of Yes. Yeah, like, and she's had she has like just started her school or whatever, like just yeah. after that time period, and she fights some um, lava bender, and she has a horrible time, really, really bad time. This is like post her, you know, inventing metal bending, and post her like really being a master, and she's teaching other people, and she has a terrible time trying to figure out how to fight a lava bender. So. In my in my head, I and that's the other thing. I think it's kind of confirmed that she never actually learns lava bending. So just like Bolin doesn't really have the ability to do metal bending, off herself doesn't really have the ability to do lava bending. So you got like kind of two opposites of the spectrum for for mm-hmm. Earth, right? So it's a little bit more complicated, but. Like if you if you start to break it down, Toph is still by far the more talented bender. Um, but it's like it's kind of like Bolin is Shaq. Like he's just kind of got the lava bending. He's he's you're not going to stop. You're really not stopping that. Um, so like I, in my head, I feel like the only thing that Toph really would have to fight it would be metal, and she would have to like make. Some type of if she had if she had metal she could kind of combat bat against lava thing. The more I'm talking about it, the more this is closer than I thought it was. Um, it's a close fight. Like it, it's yeah. I think it, like if you, if you put a poll out on Twitter or something, top of the win like ninety to ten percent. Um, but it's such a close fight to me. Like Toph I can see Toff wraps Bolin up before he can before she he would have to me. To me, she would have to win in the first, you know, couple minutes of the yeah. fight. I think the she longer would. it goes, she's going to outsmart Bolin, quite frankly. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. But Sean also had a good point, though, that like was also changing my mind. Was like, couldn't she just un lava bend? Like she could just just like in the library episode, she turned the sand into stone so that she could plant and keep the library up, right? So like. I would assume she'd be fast on her toes enough to think, okay, I can do something opposite of lava bending, keep it at bay or whatever. So I, I feel like that would be there. I, I don't know. I think I'm probably going to lean towards off, but I really don't think it's going to be as easy of a fight for her as people want it, want it to be, really. Lava bending is yeah. it's tough. And people often, I feel like people often overestimate top skill but people think she is just like the the greatest bender uh there is but she gets she gets beat like all the time not all the time she gets beat often like and and it's she 
Yeah, she gets beat off. I mean, she went, she tied with, uh, I forget what her name was, another bender in the comics who didn't really look all that formidable. Uh, I forgot her name, but she was in one of the, I think she was in an Imbalance comic book. Um, but the thing she has over Bolin is the metal bending, and metal bending is quicker, I think, than lava bending. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's a little quicker, but mm, I, I'm 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 I'll be perfectly fine if I'm so conflicted in this fight. Like <laughs> that's one's tough. This one is tough. But well, I'll 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 just I'll just choose. I'll choose Bolin. So Sean, you... as it is. Sean yeah, clearly tough. Firm, firm You're tough. Okay, I'm I am I am a very tentative off on this one. I'm 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 cool with those results. Yeah. I'm good with it. <laughs> uh, that's fun. That's a good one. <laughs> Chris, you got to pick an avatar. All right. Now. now we're up to the avatars. You know, let's we'll save the father we'll save the father son fight for last. That's a that good feels build. Right. That feels right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we're going with Avatar Korra versus Avatar Katara. I'm not <laughs> Avatar Korra versus Katara versus Mrs. Oh. That's Mrs. Avatar Katara. Yeah, Mrs. Avatar. Avatar. Uh, I'm gonna be real with this one. People like Toph. I think people overestimate Katara's power a lot. Like I'll see polls like yeah. who went between Amon mm-hmm. and Katara, and people will be like Katara. I'm like, you guys are idiots. No, Katara's not beating completely different like, stratosphere. Yeah, like Amon, only person that can beat Amon, you have to be an avatar to beat Amon. Or some type of really spirity not person, you have to be a spirit. <laughs> or like <laughs> something that's not just a bender. Amon is he's OP, <clears throat> OP. Like he's OP OP. Katara's great. Katara's one of the greatest benders there are. But when I look at their feats, Katara versus Korra, Korra has way more, way better feats, I think, than Katara does while in combat. Like, Korra was fighting the twins, Eska and Desna, while on a freaking funnel that's probably about 20 Mm. or 30 feet in the air, going probably about the speed of a speedboat, which is probably about mm-hmm. 40 miles an hour, while mm-hmm. bending fire at them. No Avatar state. She fought airplanes going like 40 feet in the air, bringing up huge freaking ice spikes to stop them. Uh, she then bent a whole freaking water ice thing up into Kuvira's mech suit to catch it. Like, her feet to me just aren't on the same level as Katara. To me, this isn't sad to say, somewhat sacrilegious. To me, this isn't close. I, I'm picking Korra easily over Katara. Hmm. I don't think there's anything in combat that, that, that Katara has done in combat um, specifically to suggest that that it wouldn't be pretty, I don't say easy for, for Korra, but overpowered. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say... Even out-tacted in battle, right? Like, Korra is a trained avatar, and she might not get the avatar state, but she's a trained avatar. She's also trained by Katara. You know? like, that yeah. helps, right? <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I'm Korra all the way. I would agree that I don't think this one's particularly close. The the underlying factor for me is Korra's dad is a beast. She's Oof. she 
she comes she comes she from into that. The jeans, yeah. Like, like that dude is a he is a man. I saw, I saw this random TikTok of this I don't know who he is. I have no idea. But he's he always screams about just how hot and attractive characters are. He's mm. like he's like why, Dick Lloyd, did you create this man? He's over here shirtless, doing Tai Chi in the winter in the Arctic. Why would you create such a sexy man? That's a big <laughs> question. I well, didn't have an answer. It would be, I would love like a, like a solo like two-episode arc of just just follow Cora's oh, dad. Just, you know, because like, he got kicked out of the, of the, with the, the southern... Yeah, uh, Northern tribe. Water Tribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yep, yep. So he was from the Northern. And he got kicked out. Like I would just let's, let's tell that story. Like that'd be pretty cool, <laughs> right? Um, mm, yeah, he's just he's a beast. Of, the rebel I, years. I, let's hear it. Let's have that. Right, right. Ooh, I want, yeah. I want um, Katara to win this, but yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> yeah. I really want her to because I I don't I don't like Cora as a character to be honest with you I don't I don't just like uh, Sean, Sean has this really strange disdain for Jet just hates <laughs> Jet like I don't like Cora I, I I just as much as Sean doesn't like Jet I don't like Cora two episodes ago I tried really hard to be respectful to Jet I tried really hard <laughs> and I think it showed I think the effort uh, showed on screen. It's two to yes. one. Chris introduces to the last uh, to the two to one to the headliner uh, so right here. Uh, is uh, Team Aang up two to one? Right? Team Aang is currently up yeah, two yeah. to one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Because Zuko beat Mako and Toph beat Bolin and Korra beat Katara. Okay, so this is a mm. huge freaking match. Huge match. Father son uh, heavyweight match. The end of the well. Father Airbenders. That's more of a feather. Just Airbenders. We have Tenzin. Versus Aang. This is a really, really tough match, I think. Um, I think the difference between those two to me is that Aang is so... He's so... The way he fights is, is... Is so much like just trying to evade and things like that, using the Bagua. And Tenzin doesn't do that like as much. Tenzin's far more, I think... Uh, forceful with a lot of his bending. Um, oh, one good thing in Tenzin's favor is that Tenzin, when he was fighting uh, Zaheer, that clearly showed just how great of an airbender he was. Granted, Zaheer wasn't like... Zaheer was still a, a freaking great airbender. I wouldn't put him at a master level at that point. Like, he probably... I would put him at a master level when he... Well, that's hard to say. Mm, I, I might recant that statement. Uh... But that was a great scene for him. Um, Tenzin has shown being able to like airbend those mechs like freaking 100 feet in the air, in the sky and throwing them uh, away. Uh, the one thing Aang does that, that I've never seen Tenzin do in the fight with Ozai, Aang does this attack move where he like goes like this and it almost like a small little vortex tornado that I thought was really cool that showed like Aang using a powerful technique not just a more combat a more uh evasive technique so I am I, I'm I'm torn on this one a little torn 
I I always say, and I stand by it, out in the open world, you know, if it's Korra fighting Aang or Tenzin fighting Aang, it's like nine times out of ten, Aang gets away in an Aang's mind, that is a victory. But if we're talking about, like, a combat space where, like, there has to be a victor, you know, Tenzin does just, he just shows more offensive prowess. I'm going to make it dangerous, maybe, like, against the rules assumption that if Aang knows that kind of airbending that Tenzin at some point learned that kind of airbending... And again, Tenzin just clearly more offensively demonstrative. Uh, you know, I you hate to pick interesting. You hate when, to pick somebody over the Avatar, but I think I'm going to pick Tenzin. Uh, I don't know why it feels weird, we, but I think it feels right. When we when we think about the move that they each created to become masters, so and created the air scooter, right? Tenzin created the air wheel, yeah. which is far more of a attacking move right because you can get people on the you can hit people on the outside of it the air while the air is scooter like is more of a making its way in like using water as like a yeah, whip like mm, weapon that's yeah like it does, yeah, it does. yeah i think that's a good good point yeah i so this is interesting because i think I think you're right, Sean. Like tenzin is very offensive minded and he also has a bit of like a kind of a stand your ground type of approach, mm, right? Yeah. It's very like, he's not leaving the situation. You know, if you look at the fight against Zahir, and also if you look at when he even got, you know, grouped up on, um, you know, he's he's not out here trying to evade stuff. But all that said, um, I think, I think I'm going to go with Aang. Aang has like this weird Superman complex where he's like, afraid of his own strength a little bit right <laughs> so like he, oh, man, he, evades, he evades a lot but he's like evading to a point where he doesn't so he doesn't get pissed off but this, this is the one thing I, I have this debate with a bunch of my friends for years the second you make ang angry game over that's in, like we mostly see that when he's in the avatar state but like you know, when he lost Appa, he was like, I'm just going to start killing buzzard wops just because I'm about to destroy your sand ship. Yep, it's over. Yeah. So, like, I think, I think if, like, if we were in a battle situation with both Tenzin and Aang, I think, I think Aang's just such an emotional, emotionally driven person. I think if he gets frustrated or if he, if you just make him angry, he's going to go beast mode on you. And I, I think that. That would edge out the discipline and the tacticalness of Tenzin. My favorite part about this is that, like, the whole match and the balance, like, we, we ended up beautifully where Chris gets to be the tiebreaker that decides the, like, the fate of the match. I like that. That feels that feels good to me as far as discussion goes. <clears throat> so, I honestly feel they are very – I can't think of a reason – a good reason why one would win over the other. Mm. I guess maybe the best reason is that Tenzin was trained by Aang. And that, that seems like a backhanded compliment. Um, but, like you said, Sean, I do think he has a lot of Katara in him. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of that forceful nature. Um, man. Like, I think about... Wait a minute. I might have to give this to Aang now that I'm thinking about it. Aang has one feat that is really, really amazing, and that's the volcano one. 
was able to stop. Oh yeah, that that's volcano. right. No, that was really. So cool. that might be that. That might be the one feat that would take Aang over the top for me. Like in my, in my, I kind of do just because I love Korra. I got, I, I've got one more feat. Okay, I've, I got one more feat to throw at you that Aang does in um, the final battle against Ozai. After he gets Ozai uh, pinned down with those rock, he like pins mm-hmm. uh, Ozai's rock uh, hands down and his feet down, and then Ozai is about to throw fire at him through his mouth, and this is. Mm-hmm. This is Aang without the Avatar state turns around and gets the full blast of the greatest firebender of all time that was coming out of his mouth mm. and just cups the fire. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, no, no. yeah. Like yeah, you have a good point The the volcano and that like those are those are some crazy. Man, they're, their nature to me it's, it's funny because their father's son. Their nature is so different. So reading the comic books, Sinzen does have way more anger in him. Probably more aggression, but I don't. I can't see it over, over matching the feats of Aang. And I don't care to speculate much because I don't like speculating on things that I, I don't know. But Aang at twelve was able to do the volcano feat uh, when he was fighting Yukon. He, you know, his air scooter was huge. Was able to like go over freaking buildings and stuff like that on top of buildings. Uh, I'll give it to Aang. I'm, I'm reluctantly giving it to Aang. Like, pardon me, because I like to go against the grain some oftentimes. <laughs> I'm always objective, though. I like to go against the grain when I know that, like, all right, I got the fats to, to back this. You know, but gosh, my skin kind of sucks. Anyway, um, going with Aang. That was my favorite. I would... That was my favorite one that we've talked about so far. It's the most fun to think about and do the mental exercise. I enjoyed yeah, that one I... move. I, honestly, I would give it to Tenzin, but I think Tenzin would frustrate Aang enough to where Aang just is like, okay, you want to see me be Superman? Here's Superman. He brought out Hoodie Mellow. That's what he did. <laughs> uh, well, hey, just for... So, uh, so team, team Aang is victorious, but just for, one, just, just for funsies' sake, if it had come out of tie, Chris, what were you going to do for the tiebreaker? Were you going to go... Uh, I think I think we would have went. Royale. It's funny. <laughs> I think we went battle royale just to keep the tiebreaker the same if we ever need to do it again. Because yeah. if it went non-bending, Team Korra would have won. If it went non-bending, because Asami to me beats Sokka. Uh, what kind of weapons and do would get though? That's my question. I get their normal weapons. I would just the regular. Okay. Weapons. What's yeah. whatever weapons they usually? What's Asami's normal her, weapon? The her hand, electric glove, yeah. electric glove thing, her equalizer glove. I know. I just, man, it feels so tough to because that's just comparing technology, mm-hmm. right? Like you give Sokka a boomerang and she gets advanced. <laughs> so, sorry, yeah. I'm not. I'm not trying to argue that's not the right thing to do. I'm glad we didn't have to. No, have you're, that right, discussion you're right. Because yeah. I don't like that. So I'm glad. Well, it also, I think Asami is a. I also think Asami is a better hand-to-hand fighter. That's what I would want to hear. That's what is, I would yeah. want to just hey, put them in arena yeah. and whatever things they both have access to, because that's really what they're as non-benders. What yeah. what what kind of resource? Now, if, fight, but now, I, in this scenario, I would I would have put Sokka over Suki because Sokka is more Team Avatar. Mm-hmm. But if it was Suki, I would have put Suki because Suki is a over a probably. Yeah, I would have picked Suki over Asami because Suki Suki has she been she blocking and she is like her acrobatic skills are second only to Tai Lee 
and she's also a great hand-to-hand fighter. I would probably give Asami a slight edge in hand-to-hand fighting, maybe. She just seems way bigger than her and able to, yeah. to hit, hit a harder hit. Right? Is that part of it? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think she'll still be... Asami's pretty tall for her. She's, she's, she's a tall person. I think yeah. Sokka versus Sami would have been the right matchup, and then I it would have it would have been yeah. Sami, but uh, uh, I'm just curious. As for as the battle, what direction you would go. But why would but uh, for a tiebreaker would have went with the battle royale, which then you talk about like all right, you got the Avatar State versus Avatar State. You have Korra mm-hmm. versus Aang, which I choose Korra all the time. Uh, and then well, you you don't necessarily have you have the Avatars are going to be fighting each other because they're the only two that can match up with each other, and then the other three are going to be fighting each other. And then you have the teamwork of the brothers versus, like, three people who don't necessarily fight well all together. And then you got uh, Tenzin. Um, and I, th- I would probably... If you approach... Uh, if you approach with the idea that, yeah, like, if you're saying, okay, Korra beats Aang, and then some of the other things were very, like, closely, evenly matched... Right, all the the other fights that we had, yeah. even though we swung teaming, that they're evenly matched. I wait a minute, wait a minute. Why why are we having Korra beating Aang? Um, I personally have Korra beating Aang all the time. Like, well, at least uh, nine can times. You, can you explain? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make a case oh, I can go against in, that. I can go that. into. All right, so no, you can't uh, do it. How no, much time listen, do we have? You can't you do go. it on this episode because that is a different <laughs> episode. That's my ruling. That's a different right. episode. I'm a, I'm a, you, you can go see my, my logic. I can go see my... I have a video out there, Core versus Aang. It's funny. Someone uh, did a rebuttal video to mine. Like, pretty much just... Dis- like, they wa- they would show my... They would watch my video. Like, with my, I could hear myself in the background of their video. <laughs> They're like, stop. Pause. This guy's an idiot. So, 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 so. And, I, and then, like, this person has, like... I'm not making fun of him uh, at all. But he has, like, 100 subscribers. He only had, like... 100 or maybe 40 so views on the video and so i commented on it like, oh this is hilarious like i wasn't like mean or anything to to it or like combative yeah uh but long story short cora beats ang in like three of the four elements uh pretty much the only one she doesn't beat a man is air her avatar state is stronger because of math because before she was split from rava the avatar at the current avatar is always stronger than the previous one because the current avatar has all the power of the previous one Right, math-wise, if you look at the equation, x plus one or an unknown plus one will always be greater than the unknown. So x plus one will always be greater than x. If I look at her avatar, beats blocking Kavira's uh, spear gun at the end of book four is greater than anything Aang has ever done. Feet-wise, an avatar state, and also you can say that her avatar state is stronger because Rava, the Rava that's in her after she gets disconnected from all her past lives is the Rava she's fused with is different than the Rava Angus fused with. Angus fused with little tiny Rava and Korra is fused with the giant Rava that is the most powerful she will ever be because Vatu was just defeated. So she has a larger reservoir of chi and to pull from. So that's pretty much the gist of it. Right, we, we, will, we will we'll talk about this. Theo, when you come <laughs> back next time, we got the episode topic lined yeah. up. Um, this is a fun one. I'm and also, Mike and Brian pretty much said that Cora would beat the crap out of A. Uh, <laughs> okay. 
do do come back next week, right? We're going to throw the teaser at you, but next week we're doing third place, right? We got a teaser for the championship. Team Korra versus Team Kyoshi. Team Korra versus Team Kyoshi is going to be next week. And then uh, after that, you got to watch the whole way through, right? Uh, to, to learn it all. After that, we'll do the championship. Final thoughts before we go to, I guess, round match three, round two. I don't know how it works. The third match? Round two. Match the three. Second yeah. round, it is the third match. That makes sense, yeah. Final thoughts? Uh, I'm excited. I want to see this go out. This is like the playoffs to me. I'm, I'm really excited <laughs> to see how this pans out. Me too. Uh, Theo, thanks again for being here. We'll put Theo's information down in the description and ours likewise. Whatever comments, likes, subscriptions, reviews that you're willing to leave us, we, we appreciate it. Uh, regardless, thank you so much for watching. Avatar The Last Podcasters, we'll see you next week. Apparently, NBC is trying to buy the. They're putting a proposal to buy the rights back to uh, Show NBA. Do it. Do it. I, I doubt they would ever do it because, like, ABC and ESPN.